0: All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free. Let me give you my, our, not mine, our phone number is 800 941 If you want to be a part of the program, uh, we have a lot of fallout. I, I cannot believe the insanity of the squad that really dominates the Democratic Party agenda. If you want to know where the climate alarmist religious cult started, that's all AOC and the squad. I always said Nancy Pelosi was speaker and and name only. Same thing with Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, because this is madness. Somalia first, Congresswoman Omar. Really? Not America first, Somalia first. Okay. AOC blasting Biden for pulling funding from the U.N. organization where apparently 12 of the workers participated in the October 7th terrorist attacks. Uh, and have been apparently helping Hamas for a long period of time. You know, how, how about we just get out of all of these globalist org- organizations? And I mean all of them. Give the United Nations, let China have them, let Russia have them. Uh, let them deal with the traffic problems. Let them fund the United Nations. Why are we giving them $7 billion plus more a year? Why are we supporting the WHO? Why are we supporting the WEF? Why are we the sucker nation that goes into the Paris Accords, but it's an agreement that allows China and India to be developing nations or have developing nation status so they don't have to pay the freight like we do? I mean, uh, it just drives me insane. But, you know, it's beyond time that America really rethink our funding for all of these groups. New York Post even had an editorial about this today. You know, they employ actual Hamas terrorists at the U.N. Oh, okay. Well, Donald Trump wasn't funding this particular part of the U.N. And Joe Biden brought it back. Donald Trump got us out of the Paris Accords. Joe Biden got us right back in. Uh, Donald Trump put sanctions on Iran, driving them into bankruptcy. And they were working. And you saw unrest beginning to spread all across the country. And Joe Biden comes in and turns a blind eye to the sanctions and allows them to make money and facilitates them selling oil, some $80 billion to China alone. And, and now the mullahs in Iran are rich again, meaning they can spend money on their nuclear program, fomenting more terror as the number one state sponsor of terror. Uh, you have a secretary general supporting Hamas, demanding an end to attacks on the terror group that started a war against Israel. Really? I don't. I don't I, why are we a part of this organization? It makes no sense. You know, it's court of justice claims Israel is a possible perpetrator of genocide, that they aided and abetted mass murderers, demonized uh, an innocent democracy, Israel. They don't even know who the real victim of terror is. Why? Why are we funding this? You know, and it's not just the 13 U.N. relief and, and work staffers that took part in the, the massacre on October the 7th, including at least nine actual Hamas terrorists. Uh, as U.N. Uh, watches, you know, Heller-Nauer uh, notes that, you know, this group, the UNRWA's ostensible mission is to provide social services for refugees of the Arab 1948 war against Israel is a is a front Actual refugees are handled by the UN's high commission for refugees and Joe Biden, you know, what we, we put a whopping $750 million in their coffers and here's AOC. You know, you got to ask whose side is she on in this for crying out loud? You know, she, she's outraged that the Biden administration suspended money to the funding of this UN UN agency after they discovered their workers were participants in the October 7th terrorist attacks of Hamas against Israel. That isn't, that is the definition of insanity anyway. So the white house defends. I mean, they always get there at, you know, a day late and a dollar short. Trump had the right policy on the borders. That's why this whole border argument that they need legislation is a crock. As we went through in great specificity and detail on this program yesterday, In the first hundred days that Joe Biden was president, he rescinded every policy of Donald Trump's uh, uh, Mexico policy, every border policy that was working. He rescinded all of them. And if he wants to fix the border, which he doesn't, he should stop lecturing Congress because everything that he rescinded, he did with a stroke of a pen. With another stroke of a pen, he can reinstate the policies that were working. Not that complicated. Uh, John Kirby, by the way, calling f- for a thorough investigation into Israel's terrorism allegations against uh, UNRWA employees. Um, and I don't really care what John Kirby has to say. How about we are not funding you if you're supporting and funding terrorism? How about we start there? And you know the group CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations? Yeah, apparently Nihad Awad, according to a report out today... Uh, is a supporter of the, what happened on October the 7th, demanding the U.S. restore funding to the U.N. No, we shouldn't give the U.N. a single red cent. Not one penny goes to the U.N. Nothing. Zero. Zip. And that goes for the WEF, the WHO. That goes for the Paraclimate Accords. That goes for everything. That money just belongs in your pocket. Anyway, rightly, House Republicans, they want to ban funding for this agency. He's actually given, Joe Biden has actually given over a billion dollars to the U.N. agency that helped Hamas massacre Israelis. That was a report today in the Daily Caller. Remember, it was Donald Trump that canceled all their funding in 2018. And when you look at donor records from the U.N., here's what they found, that the United States is the single largest donor to the Palestinian people, having contributed more than $1 billion to the UNRWA since 2021. Well, where do you think the money, what was that money supposed to be spent on? Schools, infrastructure, hospitals, what did they spend it on? Oh, terror tunnels, you know, a 350 uh, mile wide network of tunnels to kill Israelis and, and foment terror in Israel and bring terror to Israel. Now the White House is defending the U.N. Relief Agency. Let's not impugn the good work of a whole agency because of the potential bad actions here by a small number. No, that's a pretty large number. That's pretty unbelievable to me. And then that brings us now to the issue of Iran. And this might very well be one of the, if not the most consequential decisions of Joe Biden's presidency. What is Joe going to do? How is he going to respond? By the way, only nearly 200 attacks late because all these other attacks in Iraq and Syria have been done by Iranian proxies. Everybody's known that the entire time. That's not a surprise. I mean, be it Hamas, Hezbollah, Syria, uh, the Houthi rebels, all of them are being funded by Iran, all of them. Anyway, so what's Joe going to do? I mean, is it going to be the typical Joe Biden, not meaningful pinprick response and, and hit an empty warehouse again? You know, which Or are they just going to botch it up altogether? Senior military leaders have briefed Biden on the potential targets. Uh, Tony Blinken is saying that the Middle East has not been this dangerous since the 1973 Yom Kippur War. The Biden administration's terrible track record of communicating with the American people continues. White House says there's no scheduled remarks to address the attack. Well, we lost three Americans and we have over 40 others injured. Maybe that's a time when we need to hear from a president. Well, we're going to respond. What does that mean? We're going to respond. What you responded to previous attacks and you hit empty warehouses. That's not a response. That's not a proportional response. Now, if you really want to show the world that you mean business, maybe your response would be taking out their refineries. Maybe after nearly 200 attacks against U.S. soldiers abroad, maybe it would warrant something of that magnitude. Now, Hannity, you're advocating for another foreign conflict uh, and extending. No, I'm not. But I'm also saying that uh, that no country on the face of this earth has the right to be firing at and killing and injuring Americans abroad because that's what they're doing. And the reason that they're doing it is because Joe Biden is nothing more than an appeaser in chief. And he is weak. Now, it gets a little scary. Because I don't actually think the Mullahs in Iran, being as radical as they are, are actually going to be too intimidated by mutually assured destruction. But according to the United Nations weapons inspector that kept track of Iraq's nuclear weapons program in 2003, uh, this guy actually believes Iran now has the capacity to produce nuclear weapons pretty much any time that the Mullahs give a green light. Alarming reports about Iran moving at an astonishing fast pace to possess a nuclear weapon have emerged since last month. In December, Reuters reported that a confidential IAEA report released to member states said it had increased its production of highly enriched uranium, reversing a previous output reduction from the from mid-2023, In a report that's titled How Quickly Could Iran Make a Nuclear Weapon Today?, Former U.N. weapons inspector David Albright contended, quote, Iran can quickly make enough weapon grade uranium for many nuclear weapons, something it could not do in 2003. He said Iran has a crashed nuclear weapons program and then it changed to a more dispersed nuclear weapons effort. And today, Iran would need only about a week to produce enough enriched uranium For its first nuclear weapon, it could have enough weapon-grade uranium for six weapons in a month. After five months of producing weapon-grade uranium, it could have enough for 12 uh, nuclear weapons. Not good. Now, there's going to be no scheduled remarks. There's going to be no response. But all of this is predictable. I mean, this is the sad part of this. We could have saved the lives of all of these soldiers. You know, know, what is going on in the Biden White House? What is going on with our military? And that's part of my problem. I don't have faith in Joe Biden as commander in chief to make the right decision. I don't think he has the, the wherewithal to pull off what would, would really need to be done here, like taking out the refineries. If you really want to go big, get an alliance that Trump had, you know, rebuild the alliance of Jordan, Egypt, the Saudis, the Emirates, and Israel and the United States. Why don't they all just pledge that we can't live in in a part of the world with a nuclear-armed Iran? It is an existential threat to our very existence. Maybe they should all just agree, Nah, let's take these nuclear sites out. I'm not saying it. I'm not not for a full-fledged war. But if you, you know, A-square, B-square, C-square this out, radical mullahs that think nothing of dying, they think it brings you martyrdom, married to nuclear weapons, Well, that equals the potential for a modern-day Holocaust. You know, since October, there have been, you know, at least 165 attacks carried out on U.S. forces. Why would anyone be surprised that people were killed this weekend? How many more times do American troops need to be targeted before this president does something significant? I'm not looking to get into a long, protracted conflict with Iran or in that region of the world. But our military technology has become way more sophisticated and we have the ability now to push buttons in an office building somewhere in the United States where it doesn't matter and that we could hit with pinpoint accuracy any target that we want to hit. You know, former President Trump is right. This brazen attack on the U.S., another horrific and tragic consequence of Joe Biden's weakness and surrender. He is his his foreign policy is that of appeasement. You know, Biden had an opportunity to send a strong message to Iran. What has he been doing except kissing their asses since he became president? You know, turning a blind eye and letting the mullahs in Iran get rich again, selling oil in spite of sanctions that we had in place that were working under Donald Trump. You know, he's a six billion dollar ransom deal for hostages, a 10 billion dollar waiver so that they can get paid for electricity and energy that they're providing Iraq. Why are we letting the mullahs in Iran get rich? Why? Because then that, that creates more political stability for them. It also gives them money to foment more terror and and fight more proxy wars, which is exactly what they've been doing. This is pretty much par for the course with Joe Biden. Their strat The strategy of appeasement is not going to work. And Biden's weakness is the reason that Iran is so emboldened. It's the reason why the Houthis didn't care after his pinprick strike against them. And they started going targeting American flag ships from that day forward. Anyway, eight hundred nine four one. 941 shawn is on number. Listen, the average price of a used car skyrocketed almost 50% from five years ago. Look, it's a bad time to buy a car. That means you need to keep your current vehicle probably longer. And with auto repair costs now being pretty unaffordable, well, you could be $1 check engine light away from having no reliable transportation and be looking at a five, six, seven or $10,000 repair bill car shield. They offer a low cost month to month vehicle protection plan to the general public that will save you thousands on out of pocket repair costs. Now, by the way, on covered uh, auto repairs, you pay almost nothing. Car shield includes 24 hour roadside assistance to keep your family safe on the road. They have towing, they have rental car options with every plan and the best news is while everything else is going up, CarShield, well, they're going to offer a plan to fit any budget, whether your car has 5,000 or 155,000 miles on it. And if your auto warranty is about to expire, you have no coverage. Don't wait. Go to CarShield.com Hannity. You'll save 20% on your plan or just call toll free. It's 800-587-5060. That's 800-587-5060. Save 20% mentioning my name.